just a reminder here to stay safe out here in the quarantine. Please stay home, like, subscribe, and share the content that you hear here on the Porn Stars of People podcast. We appreciate you. Check out our Patreon to support directly. Thank you so much for using us as your listening choice in such a weird and stressful time, guys. Porn Stars of People podcast. I'm sorry, no. Yeah, they're running. Yeah. Porn, that's, that would be your devoted. No, 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 it's fine. Yeah, you can look at me. Porn Stars are People podcast of the African Latin here with Alexis Falk. Thank you for doing this episode uh, at the most possible inopportune time. Thank you for being here. How many AVNs have you been to? You're like a pro vet status. God, I think this is my fifth one. Really? Okay. Yeah. Very cool. I started 10 years ago. Yeah. But I started in Miami and uh-huh. uh, and then eventually I made my way out to LA and now I'm here. You live in Vegas? I live in Vegas. What is I'm the, based there. What is the like Vegas desert secret to not? Every time I leave here, I'm like uh, on my deathbed. That's probably because you fucking party. I don't party at all. I'm, I'm completely sober. I just live. I stay li- in this hotel. I barely stay in this hotel. I'm not this strip because because it was like strip strip Jeez, adjacent. I don't know why me. you feel like death then. I see everything I on my body is dried out when I leave. Yeah. Smoke weed, eat, and sleep. Okay. I did. I did go to rent a car, and every car that I got into at the rental place like smelled like weed. And then I was like, oh, this is just the guy who cleans the car. Smoked like vaping <laughs> weed directly so. into the seats. Like it was terrible. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's, how long has Vegas? It was two years ago. I was here. I think Vegas wasn't legal yet. It's, two, it's a two-year. Right. Yeah, it's been illegal, I think, now. I mean, recreationally, um, it was, it's been medical for a while. Now it's oh, also okay. rec as well. But the only problem is with all the, like, the legalization of cannabis is that, you know, you're getting, you're, you, you know, you're allowing, this is a huge tr- uh, tourist r- area, right? right? So you'll have all these people coming in that want to smoke weed, but then you have no place for them to smoke it. What do you mean Makes there's no place to smoke it? No lounges. Like, I, like, you can't just go down, like, okay, so if you go to Barcelona, you can become a member to a lounge, a cannabis lounge. You yeah. go in, you smoke your weed, you're happy, you're in a legal environment. Yeah. Uh, you're not allowed to smoke a joint here on the street. So, where, like, if you're what s- is buying that? weed, where How's are you going to go work? smoke what it? Is the casinos don't allow you. Is that right? Yeah. But there's you can smoke cigarettes, but you, you can't smoke weed. You can smoke cigarettes and kill your lungs. What happens you can when drink you smoke until weed you can't in public it here? Anymore, huh? What happens when you smoke weed in public here? You can be arrested? It could happen. Like for me, who's a vet, vet, veteran of of cannabis, yeah. I just I smoke weed anywhere I want. Sure. Because I don't give a shit. Yeah. Um. You know, but yeah, you're not supposed but to. Technically, you're not technically supposed to smoke. Technically, it'd be like having an open container. Oh wow! So it's just a ticket. Ticket. No shit. Probably a ticket. Yeah. Oh wow! It's never happened to me. So yeah, I didn't know that. One. Yeah, it's like the same vibe. It's like when you have the right energy. Well, if you act like an amateur, they're gonna like you get amateur uh, yeah. like like reactions back at you. Yeah, well, I learned a long time ago. If you want to get away with anything, just openly do it, and because no, no one's paying attention. Right. It's when you start ducking and acting like a fucking idiot that people notice that you're acting strangely. Right. Like, right. This oh, is dude, put it. Yeah. Put it. Put it under there. <laughs> That's gonna be noticed. But if we just sit here and pass it, guarantee anybody Nothing. that came here wouldn't even. Fu- they might. You'd have one person that has a really sensitive nose be yeah. like. Bitch, she smells like cigarettes. Yeah, like that's why they, they, you, uh, somebody just asked me if uh, if if I'm getting flack for like taking the lampshades off, but it's like no, I'm just acting like this would be normal. This activity. is a normal thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm gonna put them back when I'm done. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so nobody's talking shit. Um, well, that's cool. So, uh, so you're you are a a weed veteran, as you put it. Yeah, you, I guess you're so. a I mean smoker. You know, do you eat it? What's your Gosh, I mean, there's so many ways now that you can. What's your um, my way? Yeah. It just depends on what I'm doing and how I feel about it. Um, if I got muscle aches and soreness, I might uh, use a bath bomb or some bath salts that has oh THC wow. and CBD in it. Fabulous if you work out. 
Is that fabulous right? Fabulous if you got joint issues because you soak in it. I didn't know you could bathe in THC. Yeah, you just fucking soak in the shit. No it's shit. Great. And then about two hours later, definitely highly suggest you do it at night because you will have the best sleep of your life. Really? Yeah, and you don't you don't wake up like all hungover or feeling like shit because you have it's it's. This it's is how frogs plant. must do marijuana. They just soak <laughs> it through their skin. I know. Feel <laughs> my skin. That's very good. I it's didn't nice. know that that was a choice. Yeah, you can soak in it. You yeah. can um, lotion, salves. Um, you can. I have a breast spray that works great at airports. You just yeah. throw it in. I mean, it'll, it's a mint. Yeah. Oh, done. Oh, that's crazy. You can use that. You. Can, I like to dab. You can. You can smoke flour. It's There's so, funny. so many fucking you ways. You just want it in your body. You don't care how it gets there. Well, not, I mean, <laughs> maybe back in the day, I didn't give a fuck. Like I was throwing blunts like left and right to the yeah. face, but now <laughs> it's just like. You know, get the day off. Might take it to a couple dabs. Yeah, I haven't shit. figured out my threshold yet because I'm always I'm always around people who are more professional than me at <laughs> at, uh, at marijuana. So like, even I would like be your professional. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> even like my cousins uh, who might be who might be financially professional at it. Um, so we'll, we'll just be at like uh, Thanksgiving dinner or whatever, and they'll be like, "Oh, here's like a nerd rope. Just take a bite." And they'll be like, "Take this much of a bite," and I'll and I'll and I'll cut it in quarters, and I'll take the quarter bite, and then I'm fucked up. I went to bed at 7 p.m. <laughs> like on Thanksgiving, and I didn't wake up till like noon the next day, and I was still like a little loopy, <laughs> like a little like I did it, and then I like watched Jeopardy, and then I wo- and then I was like, I'm not gonna make it through Jeopardy. It like hit me that hard. Sounds like a time when my business attorney came to visit me, and I'm like, "Yeah, let's let's smoke, let's see what you got." And he's like, "Yeah, okay, let's like smoke a joint here and there." And I'm like, "All right." So you gave him the good shit. I gave him the good shit. I gave him. I hooked him up with a good fat dab, and that motherfucker was sitting on my couch. I think he had like a nine or ten o'clock flight, and it was like noon, and he's like, "I don't think I'm gonna I'm make not gonna it." Make my flight. I was like, "Dude, first of all, anytime with weed, if you get a little paranoid or whatever the fuck it is." Eat something and take a nap. You will be fine. That is the funny thing. That is th- that is the remedy. Take it, and honestly, you could put that throughout your entire life. Yeah. Even eat when something. You're, just eat something and take a nap, and then make a decision on it. You I must swear be to a, God. You must be Italian. Uh, <laughs> just eat eat a meatball. I might have had Italian in me the other day. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, okay, so I'm o- that that's always that's always my go-to in my head when I um. When I when I get high, is like, can I eat my way out of this? Yes, you can eat can your you way really? out of it. Fuck Everybody yeah, always can. says no, so I've never oh, tried. That's bullshit. Can you you can eat your way out? You of can. It. I, I mean, think about it. You're gonna it's gonna to start digesting something because your body's else processing, processing something else. It I see. And it's gonna you know it's a little bit more that it has to permeate your cells. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. All right. So then I'll know now. I'll fucking I'll just go hard on on some pizza or something if I if oh I get too man, far my out. favorite thing to do is I I uh, I get really stoned. And I go up to Grimaldi's and uh, I get my uh, arugula salad. There you go. Small mushroom pizza and a tiramisu. I order it all three yeah. at the same Bring time. It at the same time. Just fucking pile it Bring on. It and, th- and, you know, I'm a small chick, so they all look at there and they stare at me like, how is this bitch What's eating all happen? this fucking yeah. food? Um, <laughs> she must vomit afterwards. No, I don't. Keep that shit. I take a nap afterwards like a champ. Let me ask you this. Is your how long have you been Vegas local? Uh, I got here December of 2016. Okay, so you should be able to be an expert on this. <laughs> what is going on with your injury lawyer ads? Why? How come every injury lawyer ad in in Vegas is like a dude who's like on a motorcycle, or it's a dude who looks like he's on his way to a magic show? What is going on? <laughs> it's like dudes know. in tuxedos with like spangly like bow ties. I, that's I, not. I have no idea. That's not the right vibe. I don't know. I, I I don't even know who. Do you what, know what I'm talking about? Do you know the ad I'm talking about? No, I don't. There's one on the highway that says "voted number one again," and he's wearing like an ascot. And I'm like, what is going on? Where are you going? D- the license plates here in Nevada are just strange. Like, uh, there's a lot of strange things that go. What on happens there. in the license plates? 
just drive around. They all have something to say. Oh, people that and everybody's got the vanity really plates? Funny. It's like, yeah, they all like get all creative with their ends and their threes. I like it when people do the vanity plate, but you for sure don't know what the fuck they're trying to say. <laughs> Cause like, cause you got to remove the vowels. So you're like, which vowel is this I supposed don't know. to is be? That three is supposed to be an E. Is this tilter or tult? Like, what is this supposed to say? <laughs> like, what are you? Are you? Is this supposed to be <laughs> sexual or is this? Or are you a school teacher? Which one is it? Probably both. Yeah. I played as a school teacher before. Yeah, that, that is a, that is a good role. Yeah, I was There's the thing. The taboo thing is is uh, is what we're what we has come up a lot in these things is like somebody literally. Oh, the step mommies and the well, step somebody literally looked daddies. at me and they go, "What's the big deal with buttholes still?" And I go, oh, you're not supposed to have it. That's all. You're not supposed <laughs> to have it. That's the only reason. What do you think? What What do you think is a is a is a lane in porn that doesn't exist that that should exist? Like from like a taboo standpoint, like what should be a genre that we should focus on that that hasn't happened yet? <laughs> God, there's so many out there. There's really everything for everybody. I know. Out it's there. like we try to say there's not. So like, I mean, you can't even pick a body part anymore. Like I've just heard everything you could possibly hear. Yeah, I don't know. So I, as a as a comedian, I like to say on stage that the dudes were gross. We'll, like we don't have any problems. We'll fuck anything. Like you just fold it, ladies, and we'll fuck it. Like just fold your yeah. elbow. We'll fuck. Girls are more like we want to we want to feel it. We want to see the passion. We right. Wanna, we want to see like the eye contact. So I've gotten recently into writing and stuff. So yeah. Like I'm going it from my perspective. Sure. So I purposely like write out like don't do reverse cowgirl because right. you lose connection with both partners. Right. And if as a female watcher, I'm like, oh, no one's fucking doing that shit in real life. You know, yeah. that's all camera angle crap. You know right. what I mean? So I I rather have like the performers fuck and and have that connection throughout. You know, we're we're paid to build a fantasy. Right. So let me fantasize. Right. I want couples to fuck to not just guys in the corner. You know. Right. That is that is what's cool about these types of things. Like uh, exotic is pretty specific. I haven't been on the floor much in this one, but it, it feels like there's these things where because there's the king classes. Couples come and they like want to learn. They want to like meet the person that they're that they're like watching together, and they want to learn together. And there's right. something like it's like a safe space here. Yeah, I have a lot of couples that watch me and stuff like that, and they're always asking me, you know, different things and you know about anal and you know I just give a you know advice. What you are know, the what's the opening anal question? Well, you know, how do I get my girlfriend or wife to do it <laughs> and okay. stuff like that? Yeah. Or, you know, like, and you can see the girl's face, like, he's going and dry, he's going and dry. And I'm uh, like, well, first right. of all, it's not naturally lubricating, right. so make sure you just fucking lube the shit up. Over yeah. lube it. And no, right. it's not going to hurt anything. Right. So squirt some MIP in there, whatever you got to do. Yeah. You know, take some CBD. I'm, I'm coming out with CBD capsules you can pop in your ass. Okay. They'll fucking uh, dissolve. Yeah, I, d I had to, I had to, I learned from Wolf of Wall Street that your, that your ass will take any drug you want. That yeah, pretty much. So you just throw a CBD lab <laughs> right. up there. It's going to relax. Just think about right. it. It's going to relax your For soul. sure. She's going to, like, the laundry list of, of yeah. shit she has to get done, like the laundry and ironing and all that's going to go away. Right. It's going to open up that butthole a little yeah. bit. Lots Look of foreplay. Dude, the, the CBD foreplay is going to work. Yeah. It's gonna open up your no, it is. Uh, the times that I that I, the times that I've had organic anal. That's uh, this is I'm like the well, trader trader, trader Joe's of anal. <laughs> it's uh, also fat free. <laughs> I've had uh, <laughs> organic anal. Has yet been yeah. It's like it wasn't it wasn't like a thing that was like necessarily on the table, but it the the session moved to that, and it was very natural because it was like a, we were connecting. Yeah. And then there's the other ones where it's like, well, let's throw it in. And it's like that one's not good. Yeah. Like if somebody's ever been like, oh, just throw it in, like throw it in my ass. Well, they just say just throw it in your ass. I'd be like, are you? It's like. Hang on. Is Am it I going to be comfortable Let's now? hang on. Yeah. <laughs> Can we take this a little slow? You're just going to throw it in your time ass? Time out. Yeah. How's your vagina at that point? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, <laughs> yeah, if anybody just goes switch holes and you're like, we didn't is talk like about this. It's like delivering a capture. Right. Am I going to be up to my elbow in this? <laughs> elbow deep. That's my favorite. That's my favorite hashtag. That's my mom. Um, <laughs> that's your mom? <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> Where did you grow up? 
Small town of Pennsylvania. Okay. Well, it's uh, um, uh, uh, on which side? Are you on the Philly side or the Pennsylvania South Central or the PA. Pittsburgh side? Oh, I'm South oh, Central. Really? Yeah. So like Altoona? Like are you near I'm that? near. I know where Altoona like the, is. The college um, town. It's the closer to DC and Baltimore. Okay. About an hour and a half north of DC okay. and Baltimore. Yeah, that area is weird. I, I I was so I I had like a not a residency, but that's just a Vegas word. But like I had a um I had a show that we were running in Altoona, and there was this weird entitlement happening in in Eastern PA oh, that really? I couldn't quantify. Yeah. Entitlement it was just for yeah. what? So every time we would like seat somebody at our comedy show, they would get up as soon as our backs turned, and they would sit themselves somewhere else. And it might be four seats down, and it's like, <laughs> it's not even a better Why? seat. It's not, is it? It's just like, we didn't like that you told us where to sit. And like, that was like, the, it's this weird thing. It's a fucked up state. I don't even a, go back. It is a weird place, right? It really is a weird place. And there's like, a, there's a weird um, everything. Not that it's not that it's more or particularly racist, but like all of the themes are showing up in this in, in PA everywhere. Yeah, it's very, it's, it's dude, oh my God. I never go back to my hometown. Okay. It's, it's just awkward. Yeah. It's strange for me because I just, I never felt like I fit in there. Yeah. I remember being like 12 and being like, how the fuck do I get away from these people? Interesting. Yeah, so I knew was from your a first very, stop out? very, very early out. Huh? What was your first stop out? First stop out, I went to the Air Force. That's how fucking desperate I was. Oh, wow. I was like, I need out of here. So yeah. let me go do it. No shit. Mm -hmm. I was so in the Air Force. Where'd you get where'd you get placed? Grand Forks, North Dakota. Oh wow. Yeah. How was oh, that? Oh, it was fucking cold. Yeah. Yeah. What's the vibe of North Dakota? <laughs> but I was I like, I was one chick out of like a you know a couple hundred guys, yeah. so that was nice. Okay, so <laughs> you took advantage. Yeah, That's I, fun. Did. I did. That's um, where I got all the porn trucks now. No, yeah. I'm just kidding. No, the um. So what was the? That's interesting. So wait, what did you? What was your? What was your setup here for? Did you ever? Did you fly anything? Did you? I loaded KC 135s. So I was a loadmaster. Wow. I still am, but Very just a different cool. type of load. <laughs> I love the pros. Just bang, bang, bang. That's <laughs> um, great. Um, what else? The uh, so then so then from Dakota, where did you end up? Uh, Bowling Air Force Base, DC. Okay. So from North Dakota to DC, and then from there out of DC, I got out at DC, and finished finished up college. I have a degree in phys physiological psychology, a specialization. Physiological psychology, psychology what specialization in neuroanatomy. Does that mean uh, how your brain and body are connected? Okay, so like so like I can convince myself that there's something wrong with me because I'm so. Um, like s I have such such emotional trauma that it then becomes a physical problem. Um, it, that is part of it. It's um, not the only yeah. thing. Yeah, it's not the only thing. It's also like you know, ever sit at like a stoplight and you know you're not moving, but it feels like shit's moving. Yeah. So there, we look, looked at the physiology of that, like the physiological and psychological a aspects of of like why your mind and eyes are doing what they're doing. Right. Or like, um, or like somebody loses an arm, but they can still feel still their hand. Still feel it, yeah. or like the sympathy okay. pain, or whatever yeah. it's called. But yeah, it's pretty interesting and stuff like that. I just really find it um, intriguing how our mind and body work. Yeah, let me ask you this. This is the thing. I, this is the thing I've been trying to explore for a couple episodes. Is every time uh, I've come to Vegas and gotten sick a bunch, I went to another country, South Africa. Generally speaking, I'm a comedian. I travel with my dog, and so I'm trying to track back whether I've ever been sick near my dog. I'm pretty healthy. The only times I've been sick is when I get away from my dog. Is there anything to this sort of like leaving somebody or having uh, um, like a companionship that's so deep that like when you separate, you can have physical ailments? Well, I think absolutely that could happen. I mean, you look at some of these um, older, older couples. I've been married for a really long yeah. time, and you always hear it like, "Oh man, my my grandfather passed, and then six months later, right. my grandma did, or vice versa, or three months, or yeah. even a year." It's it's there's something to say about. It's not just about that one person. I think. I think it's about you. You lose companionship. You lose touch. You lose communication. Yeah. You lose, and 
I don't care who we are. We need that in some aspect. Sure. We need to have someone reach yeah. out and be like, hey, it's okay. Let's right. look at each other in the That's eye. That's why I won't do these interviews on Skype. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck that. Yeah. And I think there's a part that die like that that part that you're not you're no longer receiving. You're not receiving that touch. You're not yeah. receiving the parts of your love language. Um, I think a that's what helps contribute to your ailments. Sure. You get depressed. You get sick. You get yeah. stressed. Yeah. My good night's sleep is based on this fucking creature being Next swirled to into me. Yeah, yeah. Like I. Yeah. I stole my assistant's dog, so now I have two. And so when one's down this way, I can grab the other one. Yeah. And it's comforting. Right. It. It is. You get it's sandwiched in. Yeah. You get hot dog in. I totally. In? I just <laughs> get dirty, motherfuckers. Even you stole your assistant's dog. I did. I <laughs> In fact, he wore a shirt today. What's your assistant Alexis doing Fox now? Stole, <laughs> stole my dog. What's your assistant doing now? Uh, he's helping out another performer. No, but um, dog-wise. Oh, he gets visitation right <laughs> now. When I go away. What the hell? Yeah, yeah. No, dead serious. Too I much my too much I of a boss. I looked at him out in the eye. I'm like, I'm stealing your dog. Oh, shit. And I was very honest about it. It's funny. I did it. People, this, this, is like, this is like a dating tactic that I find in my girls. Be like, I'm stealing your dog. But I'm like, try. <laughs> try open the door try. she's not going with you she's not going she's, not she's attached to you I never understood the thing where people's dogs run away cause like you open the door for my dog and she'd be like are you trying to heat the whole neighborhood what are we doing here <laughs> if you don't go I'm not Who's going she's a half Dalmatian half pit bull Oh my um, God! How sure cute. So uh, this was this was my favorite moment. I, it's the first time I ever did a road trip without her, oh. and she, she knows that like car is safety. Car is I, I wherever the car is, I'm going with that guy. So I'm I had I I think I I think I'd rented a car here and I drove it all the way back to like Syracuse and I was about to return it to New York. And so I'm swapping over the shit in the car and it's the first time she's away from me. She's staying with my folks. She thought I died when she saw me. Super excited, ran the house three oh, times. That's so cute. Yeah, well it is, but it's also like it's a little sad. And so I'm moving the stuff that is mine back into my car so I can return the rental car. And she sneaks out the front, goes, hops into my car and like sneaks in the back and just like just chills in the back. She's like, OK, as long as as long as I'm in the car, he's, he's I'm going with him. And nobody. <laughs> and so there was like a minute of like nobody knew where she was. And she's just in the back, just hiding so that she could go with me. It's a, it's a very it's a very smart concept. Oh, yeah. she's adorable. Yeah, she's great. She's I have uh, two little shih tzus. What's um, how old? Uh, one's nine and the other one is uh, seven. What is a Shih Tzu temperament generally? Some people do not do a good job and their Shih Tzus are shitheads. Oh, mine are just adorable. Yeah. They're just incredibly spoiled. Do you do the floofy? No, I, they're docile. They have mohawks. Yeah. Um, they're just, they just, they're really good at yeah. dogs. Do you now Shih Tzus are almost like uh, they're like in that human hair category, right? Like yeah, their hair yeah. keeps so growing. So they're not a hyper hyperallergenic. So do you shave them? You shave them into mohawks? Um, just their little heads. Or you just I style it into a mohawk. I shave their head into a no mohawk. No shit. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Do you have a fo- Do you have a photo? Um, I don't have any. Oh god, I have fifty thousand photos on my phone. <laughs> sure. If I find one right now, I'd be like, oh, there's yeah, a stroke or all that. Oh, yeah, there's a butthole. There's a butthole. Um, <laughs> every girl in this building right now has, has a, a picture. Has a butthole on their phone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the, we're we're in a new era. I think everybody has a butthole on their phone right now. We're in a new era. It is. It, I, <laughs> I was I was like tracking back, and I realized that I ha- I have had online. Uh, picture exchange sexual relations with people who I never met. Wow. People who, I never, who I never ha- who, uh, who, uh, who I've never had sex You've with. You've sent a dick pic. I've sent plenty of dick pics. But it's more than that, it's like uh, um, like I like when I was touring and Tinder was new, I would the, you could only Tinder in the town that you were in, so I would Tinder, be gone, and then I and then that person I would then the match would come in, then we'd converse, and then I'd be three cities away, and there's no I'm not going back. So then there's like this <laughs> thing. So then like I would be so I'd be like I would be sending nude photos with somebody in Omaha while I'm in San Francisco, 
and that was long distance dating. Yeah, and then, but w- I've n- but then I never met or fucked that person. It's no. weird. This oh, is that's weird. this is a real lane that exists in in today's society. I, I've never been on Tinder. Yeah, you. I don't feel like you need to. I tried a dating app. This is like a long time. I'm such, such Which a one lo- did you go I'm for? a lone wolf. I don't even fucking remember. But it was the l- first and last time I ever used an online dating yeah. thing, and it was the worst experience ever. I'm I'm an organic person. I'm at the level where I use it as a resource for the fact that uh, comedy's a thing. That I'm going to be in a city where I might not know some people. But generally speaking, I'm not finding love on there. I'm not finding necessarily sex on there. You're just looking for a companion to hang out with. Not even that. It's like because sometimes it, it just sometimes it just turns into an Instagram follow. Sometimes it turns into somebody oh. seeing me in a show five years later because they fuck. Because it's like if I'm not in, if I'm if we never meet up, we never fuck. Then your partner can't be jealous of you coming to the show. Now it's just five years later, and you're a guy that I'm a guy that you knew that was a comedian yeah. that's now in your town. So there's a. It's just sort of always putting myself out. Yeah, I think it just went. B- I think it went sour. I thought, like, let me try to be safe. I thought, okay, I'll accept this from like an older dude or whatever. And I think it like la- it, ca- it caught on that it was like oh this this guy really does recognize me and it was like an eight hour oh, I see. fucking journey and I was just like let me I made up excuse I was like I gotta go home and barbecue a ska- steak. What was the eight hour thing? Oh, it was just like we went out to dinner and there's like oh let's go over here so we hopped into a car and then it was just like oh, I was just awful. Go- okay, here's what guys do. And I felt I felt trapped. Yeah, here's what guys do. We do this thing. This is what's fun. Actually, this was funny because it was, I was a hostage situation. I was talking to a friend of mine, and she was uh, she was like, "Is it weird that I'm going to th- that I'm driving to the date on my own?" I was like, "No." I was like, "I've never picked up a girl for a date." I was like, "What year is it?" Like, you you both show up separate. Well, I'm, uh, yeah, I showed up separate, yeah. and then it was just like we were going somewhere, and it was just easier to hop in one car. And I was yeah. like, "Yeah, it's an old guy. Like, whatever. Yeah. What is he gonna do?" No, I get anxiety. I'm like, "I'll just take my. I'll drive right next to you." Yeah, I'll take my, I'm taking. Yeah, my car. I, that was a lesson learned, and then I was just like, "Fuck this. I'm not gonna do it." It just now felt really unnatural for me. Yeah. Well, guys do this thing where. In the in the in, in in the short term and in, and in the real dating world, uh, uh, I think guys still think that there's sort of a third date rule that women want to abide by. So what guys do is we try to take you on three dates in the same night. That's exactly so what that so that we can happen. Because we think in our dumb dude brains, our Neanderthal brains, that if we take you to a new location, that's now a new date. <laughs> look, no, look at look, look at the itinerary. We went bowling. We went to dinner. We went to the comedy show. We've done all the. We went to the nightclub. Then we went to the diner again. That's seven dates obviously we've, we've made it all this way yeah. let's just, go all the way buddy yeah, we no. think we think if we spend eight hours with you then so right. i think we're fine i think uh th- we think if we've done eight hours with you then we've completed the task somehow <laughs> we've gotten there it's like, dude i was like scratching at the windows yeah. I, w- I literally said to him i was like i need to go and barbecue a steak yeah that i have in the fridge was that a valid excuse and uh, kind of not but i didn't barbecue i just said fuck it but um literally he was like, oh, well, how about I come with you? And I was like, no. You're, I wanna, like, you're, I, not, you're not reading through the lines. I was like, now. no, I really want to do this alone. Yeah. <laughs> I just really need. I just. I just really I need to be alone when I, I barbecue really, my yeah, steaks. <laughs> when I'm barbecuing steaks, I just really. It's just a personal thing. I need to be alone. <laughs> Interesting. I, I I ran into a pocket of dating where um where I met a girl who couldn't feed herself, and that really like it really Wait, bothered what do you mean? me. Couldn't feed herself. She couldn't feed herself. Now, so like let's let's remove. Couldn't rem- bring a fork up to her mouth. No, le- no. Let's no. She wasn't. She wasn't handicapped. No. Let's remove. Let's remove. <laughs> what, what let's dating app were you using? <laughs> Handicapdating.com. Wheeliedating.com. <laughs> like let's remove the 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 gender roles thing guys paying for stuff whatever whatever let's 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 not make it about the fact that i feel like i uh that i should or should not or or don't want to be obligated to pay for somebody's food all the time but it was literally like no matter which time of day we met she would show up and then immediately the first ask would be like oh i haven't eaten let's go eat and it's like 
what's happening? Can you eat when I'm not around? Like, <laughs> like I have, like I have a particular diet, and I eat at a particular time every day. And so it's like, well, we meet when when it's convenient. And it was like this thing where she like just couldn't find a way to feed herself. And I was like, what is happening? What, what is are your you life doing without her day? Yeah, what is Did your you life? Ever ask her? And because it, it was like, because I don't, because I didn't want to be disrespectful. Was like, is it the money thing? Like, do you need like I'll, I'll send food to your house just so that you don't have <laughs> do you to. Do you need me to buy you groceries? Yeah, what's <laughs> happening? Like, why is the food thing? Because it's like that's not a fun time. Like, that's not that much of a quality time thing. Right. It's like watching each other eat food. <laughs> so it was just like, it was like, and I was like, and I, but I was so stuck on this thing. So I was calling friends and they're like, just feed this bitch. Like, what's your problem? And I was like, no, she needs to learn how to feed herself. <laughs> and it was just this weird vibe. But yeah, it's weird. Like, so it's weird that you were able I, to get I out. I snacks before I could be out to It is weird dinner. that you were able to get out of the eight hours by, because by, I figured he would be like, no, I'll just feed you. No, I I think I made it very clear that I was like very done. It's time for me I, to leave. Yeah, it was... Yeah, I want to go home and barbecue a steak. Like, I'll do anything. That was even like, I want to wash my hair. It's like, I'll do anything to not have to look at your face. Can you just send <laughs> can me? You just, uh, me can you just, can you drop me off at my fucking car? Yeah. yeah, it was awful. That is hard. That is a hard <laughs> thing. That, that, that is a that is a thing that's, um, that, uh, that, that componently, like, as a dude, I can just, I can bail at any time. And, I, and I've learned that I, that it's, that it's I've fine. walked out of dates. Yeah, if it's not going good, I'm out. I'm like not gonna not waste my time. Deal. Yeah, it's like, like I, hey. I have better communication with myself. Yeah, I was on a thing that then I go. It's like somebody was being like, like somebody got really drunk and then they got really intense and I was like, hey, like <sighs> I think I'm gonna go. Like this is a lot. Yeah. You're being you're being a little bit of a man. I didn't have a better word, but I was like, you're being a little bit of a maniac right now. What is it? High maintenance. <laughs> yeah, well, I guess that, I think I think high maintenance is more upsetting actually for a woman. <laughs> I to wouldn't hear. give a fuck at that point unless they actually <laughs> have mental health issues and then they think <laughs> I'm calling them. You're being a maniac and like I'm not a maniac. Um, but I think <laughs> My dad used to say that to me. <laughs> I think I high it. maintenance to a to a regular person is almost the worst thing you could say to uh, so woman wise. You're being a little high. You're maintenance. being high maintenance, right? And now. I didn't come here to be a maintenance man, so intense. I'm out of here. Yeah. So I don't yeah. like the intensity, and I, I don't drink, and I don't go out to clubs and stuff very often right. and stuff like that because— You're an 80s baby. Uh, I just like to smoke weed, but I just yeah. I just don't like sometimes the vibe. No, it's— People get a little, like, a little fucking crazy and weird and, and edgy, and, and I don't like it when it gets loud. And just yeah. like it's, 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 There's no difference between, like, fun loud, people laughing and yeah. roaring, and you hear that, and you feel that in the crowd, and it's yeah. a great vibe. Yeah. But there's a part where it's like that alcohol, I've drank too much. Right. I, got someone's, I don't want to babysit you. I could never hit on a woman, like, in a mime status. I never understood clubs. I'm just supposed to come up and, like, dance yeah. on you. And, like, no, this is not the part of my body that speaks. This is the part I of my body that speaks. I don't want this This rub. is the part... <laughs> I need this part to do the work to get you to like get you to hang out with me. Yeah. So yeah. I'm like, I'm like yelling in somebody's ear, and they're like, "What?" And I'm like, "I don't want to be here now." Yeah, <laughs> I don't like the whole club. I, hate I don't. It. I never was like that either because of the same reason. I couldn't figure it out. I would go to the. Oh, I lived in Miami for 17 years, yeah. so I would just go to the gay clubs and sure. dance my ass off because. Yeah. I was it was the safest place. Yeah, I didn't have to worry about getting rubbed down yeah. or inappropriate. I mean, yeah, you get Although a couple I'll little squeezes in the titties, w- it's fine. I it's will say deal. this though about a gay club. I will give gay clubs the credit. Uh, gay clubs are hook are can be hookup places. Uh, well, they can. If you Absolutely. go if you go to a gay club as a straight couple, gay people will encourage you to yes. like hook up with your girl, which is fun. And 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 it's like and it's totally in the thing. If you try to hook up with a girl at a straight club, they kick you the fuck out. You can't finger a girl at a straight club. It's not a thing. You gotta. You get, but at a gay club, they're like they're like asking you to fist her. It's beautiful. <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. I didn't realize this until until like mid mid twenties dating. I was on a date. Had to go to the bathroom. Whole line of gay dudes hanging out. 
they dug me. So when I and so I, and then and it was like it was tight vibes with the girl. She was like, you know, she wants to want to wait, and this thing is fine. I'll respect for that. But I came back from the bathroom, and like she was all like. Like hyped up to like go home and be like, what the hell happened? And then uh, she went to the bathroom. And the gay dude's like, we we primed her up for you. We've been talking you up. So then every time I went to the bathroom, the gay guys were like, you gotta suck this guy's dick. What are you doing? <laughs> I was like, this is great. I'm just gonna hang out with gay dudes from now dude. on. Wingmen. They hook it up. Yeah, they're the greatest wingmen. Fuck yeah. 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 It, my Miami days were great. Yeah. That's some no, good Miami times. Fun. Miami's a fun spot. What yeah, was your What was your favorite area of Miami to 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 hang out in or 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 live in? Ah, so I would say when I first got there, as I was there for 17 years, it was definitely South Beach. Okay, and it's changed a lot. Yeah, it's changed, but it's changed a lot since I was there. So I got there and I was in my 20s. It was like really fun. Yeah, but towards the end of it, I would say Coconut Grove and Coral Gables were my favorite spots. Very cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a little bit more quiet, a little artsy fartsy. Yeah, things you can walk to, but not quite as crazy and loud as South Beach all the time. They're starting to get a little bit up. I mean, the no, no, no. South Beach has gotten more South Beach, and then those areas have gotten, they can be like entertainment Like, I've never done a comedy show on South Beach, but I've done plenty of comedy shows in Coconut Grove and yeah, Coral Gables. Yeah, um, I used to go to the comedy show. Yeah. Uh, fuck, what was it called? I don't know why that club closed. I don't know either. It, it was, was either great. It was either the improv it was the or, improv. yeah. So it's the same company that owns them. So is it, yeah. Um, I could tell you exactly in my mind where yeah. that, where I that had, location is. I can tell you exactly the weekend that it canceled because I was supposed to go on a show at the Coconut Grove improv and i got down there and then the club had closed over a weekend and like no yeah it they was didn't like it was like this i yeah. lived in the neighborhood and i anybody. went to go get i was like what why is this place closed yeah i was just here yeah, yeah. i don't know and what it happened was, it was such a cool spot comedy clubs are are notoriously hard to run and they're and they and they can uh they can fall victim to being like sort of seedy establishments if they're not run properly yeah i can imagine because it is just a weird the way the where the money comes from like it's not necessarily coming from the tickets so then you get the people in you do the drinks and the things and comedians sometimes get paid too little sometimes you get paid too much it's just a weird business model yeah i host and produce a comedy show in la nice yeah called highest fox it's oh, very friendly cool. so oh very cool we smoke a little bit before we sit yeah. afterwards it's a little bit of a variety show so we have comics we have music and we have it, like different acts. That sounds great. Have yeah, me. It's a fun. I will. A, there's a guy. Uh, there's a guy <laughs> I met. That's a Vegas guy who um, uh, I did like a. a, a, a I don't want to say shitty bar show, but it's a shitty bar show. Uh, two days ago, and this guy has. <laughs> His idea was to ha- to drop LSD and then do comedy. So he's like, he's like, come Saturday, come to the show. He's like, but you got to drop LSD. And I was like, yeah, it's fine. It's fine, it's fine. And he's like, but you can drop LSD. And I was like, I would just have me on as a regular person. I'll do regular comedy, like whatever. Because like the amount of pressure that was in it, it's like, I've never done acid, so I don't know. I don't know if it's a good idea or not. <laughs> yeah. But he's like, you're doing LSD, and I was like, not in this environment. Not in this Can much of a pressure. Can I do it in a more peaceful environment? Yeah, place not, in this, not in this much pressure. Dude, that would be a lot of pressure. But yeah, I don't know. So it doesn't seem it doesn't feel like the right drug. Although I guess unless a lot, I guess a lot of people do drop acid and then write jokes. So maybe. I don't know. I've never really did. I, I do a lot of psychedelics, but I um I uh, don't write jokes on psychedelics. Yeah. I don't. I, think I don't think I could. I don't think I could personally handle the pressure of having a bunch of people staring up at me on yeah. the stage. I don't think it's I could. Perfor- as it is. I don't think I could perform on mushrooms. I think I gain insight about life I, on mushrooms. Yeah. But I don't think I, I could. Mushrooms at my house. I don't think go. I could. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, I do. I don't. I, let's <laughs> go to the desert and fucking go to the Red Rock. I got a pool. We can just jump in and warm it up. I I had this <laughs> experience where I I did mushrooms first time. Buddy of mine has gets cluster headaches, and so he his he gets medical mushrooms. Yeah, it's great for that actually. And um and so he was like, let's kind of a microdose, whatever, whatever. And I have a ver- I have a high metabolism to the standpoint that like if you give me a uh, substance, I'm, I'm in it quick. Yeah. 
because I was like, I'm in it, man. And he was like, no, you're not. And then he looked at me and he goes, oh, maybe you are. And then I got and then I started panicking for a second. And so I got outside of myself <laughs> where I was like, OK, nothing matters. And then I came all the way back to if nothing matters, then let, then I should be hitting this thing as hard as I can, because it's not going to matter later. It's only going to matter now. Right. So it's this weird, fun moment. But I don't know how that's going to translate on stage. Yeah, and I, I just, I'm plant-based. I don't do LSD anymore and stuff like that. I think it would be really awkward on stage, especially yeah. if you were peeking. God, I would be fucked up. I don't yeah. even, I would just, I don't even know. Just yelling at people. But the microdosing no of the mushrooms, like, I, I could get that. Yeah. Like, that's easy. Like, I do that on a regular basis. Sure. I think that's a really good way to kind of uh, be creative. Yeah. And, but that's microdosing. I'm not doing, like, any hero dose of right, 5 right. to 8 or 10 or 12 grams. Now you're, now you're outside of my purview. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> now that, that's me in a dark room yeah. figuring out my own personal shit <laughs> right right <laughs> coming out deep, sobbing going shit deep myself like, well, that happened to my sister once oh my god what happened exactly repressed memory oh man <laughs> that's cool though yeah i do like that i don't know i've always been i've always been like um uh an inherently sober person i never understood i've never felt uh i've never felt that good in those in those sort of like i've always felt conf confident and comfortable enough in who i'm supposed to be yeah that the the reason why people use substances never like really worked like made sense to me. Yeah, it's like oh no, it's like a social lubricant. Like no 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 like. I don't need any. If I don't want to talk to you, yeah. there's probably a reason. Yeah, like, definitely. <laughs> and everything that I do is not for like I like the plant base is like my cannabis yeah. and then my psilocybin and yeah. stuff like that. And I do psilocybin by myself. Yeah. I don't do it as a party. Right. I'm not gonna be hanging out and doing anything with anybody else. Right. When I go into ayahuasca, I'm doing it with a shaman. I'm doing no it shit. very like this is the stuff I like did. really sacramental. Yeah. Like right. it's 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 not a party for me. Right. Like, sometimes it's fucking scary as shit. Yeah. You know. And I don't like. Do you, I, do you, do I'm super sensitive. I don't want to be around a lot of people. Do you hit it as? Do you hit it as like a learning experience? Like, what's your? Yeah, are you I, trying I, like to like I delve deep now. and like learn about like being a human? Like, what's your yeah, mentality I, in it? It's. I did a lot of ayahuasca for a while. For two years straight, I probably hit it pretty hard. Yeah. Like I was going down to Peru. I had a no job shit. in Miami. This is the one where you're, you're probably going to vomit. Yeah, you're going to vomit. You might shit yourself. Yeah. I wear adult diaper. No, no joke. Shit. Yeah, seriously, I do. Um, because you might lose control. I mean, yeah. once that hits, your body feels like it's actually going through a death process. Yeah. And when you die, you lose your bowels and stuff. And that's right. usually why people have Well, it. so where is this Where is this rank on, like, the DMT scale? Well, DMT um, is only going to last a couple minutes. Yeah. Um, where ayahuasca, because you're digesting it, once you start digesting it, it could last, depending on your metabolism. Mine's pretty fast, and yours sounds like it yeah. is, too. So yours would probably last anywhere between four to maybe eight hours. Wow. For some who has a slower metabolism, it may hit them later, but yeah. it may affect them 10 or t longer because right. of the metabolizing your body. Right. Um, for me, it was it was transformational. Definitely like it, the, f the feel of death, the feel of nirvana. Um, I can look at pictures now, like from 10 years ago to, to now, and I'm like, wow, who is that who person? Who is that bitch? Like you can see it in the eyes. Yeah. It's really fucking weird. Weird. What is what do you gain? So what's your what's your take on on like does it make you more aware of death? Does it make you less afraid of death? Does it make you more accepting I of, of I life? Of like, what's of the thing? Things. I think of actually all of those yeah. things. And it's such a personal journey for each person. And yeah. I think, like, the more and more you get in depth with it, the more and more you've... It's like peeling an onion. Yeah. And the more layers that you peel, the more you're going to go deep. And the further... And you just when you think you know it, you don't. Yeah. So it's, a, you know, letting go, um, not being in control of situations, allowing things to flow as is. Um, really kind of going into the roots of your issues and your problems versus just 
you know, taking a medication to get rid of the symptoms all right. the time. Yeah. And and that's what I mean, like, and when you do get sick, it's not like having the flu and it, where it feels awful to throw up or whatever. It's like once you find, like, you, you feel it's like an emotional It's purge. a fun vomit. Like this one time, it's I wouldn't say anything's but fun vomit, but it feels good, to be yeah. honest, because it's like whatever was holding me back or yeah. keeping me emotionally tight yeah. and could have turned into a disease, a tumor or whatever, right. and I think that's what stress and our emotional issues can sure. turn into. You're releasing that, and it's like, fuck. Like, it's almost like a weight has lifted so off your shoulders. So it feels like a purity You're thing. You're like, oh, Jesus. Yeah. Just detox that, and yeah. it, it feels really good. There is something, I mean, uh, I, yeah, there is something nice um, in, in, all, in all levels. When it, yeah, when it does feel like you're, you're getting rid of the, like, when you're getting the rid shit. of the toxins. Yeah. yeah. Like, well, I, I'm a, I get like, I don't know, I get like a desert fever when I come out here. And I woke up this morning just soaked, and it's gross, but I was like, okay, I'm, I'm like, I'm like almost a real person again. Yeah, but sweating back. is good. Um, yeah. Actually, crying is really good because you're yeah. getting rid of all those. Let's have a good nasty, cry. Yeah. I like to do like a physical. We do like a physical challenge as like uh, uh, behind the scenes content and and like safer work. We'll just have a good cry. That's what we'll, we'll do. Have a good cry. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good <laughs> cry with you. All right. That would be that would be that would be, be the mo- does that does that I'll genre exist? Huh? Does that genre exist? Is there cry porn? I'm sure there's someone out there. Well, think about it. Like I mean, I do femdom. I I don't mind if the guy cries. Yeah. But is there just two people, no like, sex, use your tears no, fucking yeah, lube, no you sex, asshole. no nudity, just two people crying? I'm sure there's like somebody out there. We get, we get there's started. something for everybody, dude. Started. Yeah, that is the thing you learn, and um, because it, because once one thing becomes normal, then we move on to the next thing. Just as humans, it's once once we get good at a thing, then it then it becomes less. Um, it's even like even like with working out, it's like muscle memory and stuff. It's like you want to like mix up your your workout because you're just gonna plateau. So it's like that sex is that same way. It's like you've done something so much that it has no, it just doesn't have a feeling anymore. <laughs> so we just keep getting to the next the next complexity, and sometimes it's a loop. Because okay. like sometimes you get your 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 search history goes way off yeah. the deep end. You're like, I really don't want to ever show anybody that. Let me delete it. Yeah. <laughs> right. And then it goes right back to right. like vanilla sex. Like, oh, right. look at well, that husband and wife having missionary. Yeah. That looks well, fun. I'm in. Well, now I'm in this loop of comedy, nightclub, porn is is the norm. So then now I see somebody in like a business suit all covered up and I'm like, oh, my God, what is happening right now? No. Look at this bitch wear a blazer. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Just, is that shoulder pads? <laughs> Oh my it's god! Like, yeah, so this reminds me of my yeah, teacher. It is. Well, humans are weird. We're weirdos. We are. We're weird people. We're fucking r- really. Yeah. Weir- I mean, think about our brains and our central nervous system. It's like a fucking alien in there. Yeah. This is just a meat part. Like this is just a flesh puppet. Yeah, and w- and yeah, and then the more and then you more the more you learn about like the animal kingdom, the more you realize we're all kind of doing the same shit. We are. When we're I go all heavy, connected. It's all in the life tree, dude. Yeah. When I go heavy and I watch these like planet Earths for like eight hours, then I realize like, oh, they're doing the same shit we are. They're yeah. picking mates the same yeah. way. It's the same shit. Fucking birds uh, see like an extra, you know, uh, you uh, what is scuba it? diving? No. Let's go scuba diving. This is the thing uh, like I just realized. Yeah. What? You know, like, okay, so you have the line er- and everything above is like your air, you know, and you got your birds and stuff like that. Yeah. Fish are just birds of the water. Yeah. I mean, look at the scales, scales, feathers, yeah. same thing. The little yeah. lips, the beak. Same thing. Yeah. The little fishtail, that would be the and little some- feet. And there's something. I'm telling you, there's the exact same thing. And there's a whole universe underneath that ocean. Yeah, I went. I like for in in like fourth grade, I did a whole project of all the of all the the um, the fish that have uh, evolved to have like lamps on their heads. Oh yeah. 
And there's ones like like all the all the Finding Nemo shit. Oh yeah, There's yeah, one yeah. that has one up here, yeah. and then there's like there's certain like uh, barracudas whose whose like flesh kind of glows. Oh, it's so amazing down That's there. That's wild. Yeah. Definitely try it. And I'm yeah. scared of having anything around my face. It's like I also like to take things that I'm I have a fear of or a boundary and yeah. like try to. Like going underwater, the ocean is like this huge life force. So sure. It's quite scary for me to a have something. How long have you been scuba face. diving? Just recently, I yeah. just started this year. So um, where do you where do you scuba dive in Vegas? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> uh, in the lakes. <laughs> is, that, is that right? Yeah, and I I flew to Miami and went down to uh, Key Largo. Yeah. And stuff like that. Yeah, interesting. Wait, so what is in a what is in a Vegas lake? Not much. Just wild shit, no? That's I, it's funny because I lived in Miami for 17 years. I yeah. ended up getting certified out here. Right. It's the wrong place. Like I'm in the desert. You guys never certified <laughs> in the desert. Like, what are you doing? That is funny. Yeah, there's a, there's plenty of things that I should probably be challenging myself to do that I haven't. Um, did you ever, have you ever thrown stuff out of a plane? Yes, I love it. Have you? So uh, when you, is it a thing you, you do more than once? I have. Yeah? I have. I mean... I think it's like whatever you want to do it. Yeah. You know? For you. I'm but you, me, yeah. 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 I, I really enjoyed it. I like the free fall. Nice. It's like so quiet and so peaceful for like that 40 seconds of that 120 yeah. miles is it really? Hour, is it really that fast? Yeah. This whole thing and is just for a minute. Too? Yeah. What's, well, what's, awesome. yeah, what's the moment when you, once you pull uh, that, I mean, how long is that part of it? It's, it's fairly long. It's not like super, super long. It's yeah. a couple minutes. Okay. Yeah, this is the one because I so I've I've just uh, because I have uh, a vague height thing. I have a height fear. Oh, okay. Um, so then I've so then I've just removed that as a choice. Yes. But I think I would do it in the under the right circumstances. Well, you're going to go tandem, so someone's going to be on your yeah. back. You don't, you're not going to be responsible for pulling it. Yeah. So you just got to have trust in it, and you just. I thought I would be really super nervous. Yeah. And I wasn't. It was like all that nervousness just left the window, and I just. Boop. Yeah. Out. It was awesome. I am mo I am more like from the visual aspect of it. I'm 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 excited because I like I the, the closest I ever had was I was I was in a th like one of these like 360 like helicopter things, and it was like when I was a kid and I went up in this like private helicopter with uh, uh, with this guy and it's you could just see everything. It was like uh, it was like Willy Wonka. You're just like in the glass elevator. It's beautiful. And you can see right? everything. So you get that vibe and you got nothing stopping you. I, that's the part that I that I um, that's what I enjoy. That too. I want to be earth involved. Looks so cool from that high. Yeah. Do you hike out here? Yeah. Yeah. I was just hiking the Valley of Fire on Tuesday. What is the Valley of Fire? Fucking, it looks like Mars. It's really beautiful. Yeah, where is that? Um, hour away. Okay. I did Red Rock first day. I did some shit on the other side of town. Go to uh, um, uh, Mount Charleston. It's really cool. Okay. Check out Mount Charleston. I did, I did French I did Frenchman Peak thing. Do you know that is? I don't know. I have all trails, so I just plug it in all yeah. trails and go. Yeah. I just wanted to get to something that was up high that I could take a picture on, the, on top of the city for the gram. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm from the I'm from the Northeast, so when we hike, we just we go up to shit and then we come back down. Yeah, I'm from New York State. I'm from Pennsylvania originally. Yeah, yeah. So we just go up to the top of shit, take the picture, and then come back down. And then a lot of people on on this side and then the middle of the country, they just do like they'll do a, they'll be like let's go do a hike, and then you just go to one end and you walk back. Yeah, it's sometimes like so like, like already like paved. I'm like, this is what not is a this hike? It's not a hike. This I can see a fucking power line. I what are we Appalachian doing? Trail. I get very mad. Yeah, I get very angry with it. Yeah. yeah, I do too. I'm like, this is such a pussy yeah. trail. The, yeah, you're on the AT. Yeah. Oh I my like god! It. All I can think about is a burger right now. Okay, well let's let's wrap. <laughs> we're, we're, we're at the mark. <laughs> we can wrap. Um, plug your stuff. I mean, you're you're OG. So tell us how to pay for your porn. How to tell us how to find you on the internet and the fastest and easiest ways to follow you. Okay, cool. Well, I'm Alexis Fox. You can find me on Twitter for my scene updates at Alexis Fox. That's F A W X. Uh, for Instagram, because we have to keep it super clean. You're such um, a You're going to find my uh, travel, coffee, comedy show, all those updates, uh, things that interest me on my Instagram, and that's at Alexis Fox Live. 
Uh, you can pay for my porn by going to my OnlyFans page. Um, that is www.foxfans.com. You can also buy my coffee at High AF Coffee. That's high coffee. Yeah, the oh coffee wow. bean. Yeah, so if you like coffee, baby, Fuck let me yeah. know. Um, yeah, so you can buy coffee. Is it weed coffee? No, it's not infused. Okay. But I am working on a CBD line, so I'm going to start doing the pre-rolls. Very uh, cool. Because it's a lot easier to sell pre-rolls yeah. <laughs> of CBD than THC right now. Oh, yeah. Uh, unless you get a good license. But, um, yeah, so anyway, I have a coffee. So it's High AF Coffee. Uh, and then we're going to be starting up uh, the comedy show in 2020 here soon. And hopefully take that on the road as Hell well. Oh, yeah. And it'll be really fun. Well, me, I run the Hoboken Comedy Festival. Let's bring your show to Hoboken. Oh, that'd be awesome. It's the Porn Stars People podcast. Check us out on the uh, the YouTube content that we have today. If you're listening, we are on iTunes or Google Play, whatever platform you're on. If you switch, we got you. Uh, we're on Spotify. We're sponsored by Spunk Lube, rebroadcast by the Demon Seed Radio Network. Uh, we got a Patreon, so you guys can start to tell us what you're into and that you want to see that we're not doing. Uh, check out our, we got some BTS Safe Work content. I'm going to come up with something for us to do real quick for about a minute. That's going on Instagram. Thank you guys for listening and watching. Uh, we drop a new episode every Monday. Thank you to my guests. Thank you.